Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, uh, we're going to talk about Black History Month, but we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, exciting event that I went to last night. It was a lot of fun. Do you remember me talking about the podcasters meetup thing that I was going to on Thursday? Yes, I do remember. So it was hosted by um, a podcast group called Let's Talk Podcasting and then sponsored by Riverside FM, um, which is Riverside FM is a way to like do recordings, kind of like what we're doing via Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess from what I heard, from what I talked, from what I got from them, they basically just reached out to Riverside FM and were like, hey, we're hosting. We host this event like every Thursday, the first Thursday of every month, the first Thursday of every month. Um, is this something that you would be interested in sponsoring? And they sponsored it and it was like, you got a free drink. Um, and then they had, they had like some hats or something of swag. It's like, so I went and it was a lot of fun. Um, it was at the bar. It's called Deadbeats. Um in Providence and it was a really cool bar um and it had it was very 90s horror comedy themed um I love that so there were the uh the husband and wife Gina Davis and I don't remember his name what is his name Sarah from Beetlejuice oh uh Michael Keaton Michael no not him the husband the husband um oh it's one of the yeah yeah Oh my God! What is his name? Hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up. It's Where, one of the <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Baldwins, yes, Alec Baldwin. God. Anyways, so it was Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin, and it's like when they are dead and they're trying to scare them out, and like they scrunch their faces and like make themselves really scary, but they obviously can't see them, so they don't react. Right. Um, so there were figurines of them and Gina Davis's character was holding uh, the book for the recently deceased. Love that. And then there was the, the Gozer, Goozer from Ghostbusters, the okay. green, the the green ghost from Ghostbusters. Uh, I think it's actually in Ghostbusters too. But anyways. Okay. Um, I, know, I know what you're talking Slimer. Slimer. Yes. Thank you. I don't know why I was saying Gozer. I think that's the guy's name. Anyways. There was a figurine of that there. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had a drink and then I met a couple of really fun people. So um, there's a few of them. So Laura from there's a few. So one of them was Blake. Uh, She's an attorney um, and she had really great taste in movies. So she talked about some movies um, and then she's supposed to be sending me a list of good places to eat in the area because her and her boyfriend go to a lot of places and she compiled a list apparently of really good places to eat in Rhode Island or Providence and around. Um, So she said, I'm going to, I'll send you a list. I also asked her if she would, um, she's an attorney and she knows a few people that are like CPA and, um, and just accountants. And I was like, if you could send me a name of a good accountant, because I think I want to have someone do my taxes this year instead of doing them myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I reached out to her just a little bit ago. Um, and then Andy is her boyfriend. He works with um, or he is. I don't know if he's like the host or something with one of the uh, Creative Capital show, which is just a show in it's a podcast f- 
uh, in Providence in Rhode Island. Um, and they're, I guess they're, um, they're, they're like main focus is getting people that are creative, like creative, creative owned business, people that are creative owned businesses into the same, same area, um, and helping like connect them with other creative people, uh, kind of like the meetup was yesterday. Nice. So that was fun. And then, um, another guy named, his name is break Bl- Brian Malloy, I think is how you say his last name was a graphic artist. Um, I had a good conversation with him. He showed me some of the, the, um, artwork that he's done and it was really cool. Nice. And then the one that I think you would really enjoy is her name was Laura. She was from, um, it's called roadie radio, a Rhode Island based library radio where they talk about books that you would enjoy. Um, but for all of these, like the the links to all of these people will be in our the description of the podcast this week. So if you guys would like to go and show them some love, you can. They will be in the description of the podcast, um, the Instagram or uh, links directly to their uh, organizations and their work. Other than that, it was a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like you met a lot of really interesting people. Yeah. Uh, there was um, an incident where a guy was, I think he was drunk when he got there. And then he had a few drinks while he was there as well. And the bartender who was like five, four and like maybe 110, 20 pounds, what female was yelling at him to leave the bar. <laughs> and he just kept saying stupid stuff. And then the movie Constantine was on the TV and he was, I'm Constantine, bitch. And was like, I was like, calm down, just leave. It's insane. I was like, hey, Jesus. Okay. So how's your week been before we jump into the Black History Month conversation? Well, <laughs> I did a thing today and I got a new car. Yay. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I have not had a car for five years. Ugh. Yeah. So I have, I have not had a car for the entirety of the time that I have lived in Texas. Um, and honestly, I I didn't, to be honest, I did not think that I could um, get a new a new car because I ended up I got a 2021 um, Chevy Spark. Um, great little car. It is little, um, which is fine because I'm little. I'm I'm small. <laughs> I am short, so it is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Horace, who is not short, got into the car and was like, this car is extremely low to the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm real excited about that. Um, I'm really happy about now having more independence because I think it's going to help with a lot of other things. Um, my new manager started this week. No. On Tuesday. Um, she seems okay, but honestly, I'm, I'm pretty checked out. I put in my notice. Um, so I will be, I'll only be there until March 15th. So how does that work with your new car though? Well, the goal is, is that I will have a new car and not a new car, a new job before my last day Yeah. (laughs) because I've been putting in applications and I've been doing what I need to be doing. Um, I've been sending out my resume. I've been following up. I've been trying to do the thing. Um, so my other, my other idea too, is that now that I have a car, that means I can, you know, drive for Uber Eats or Grubhub or something like that and like deliver food, um, on the side. Yeah. Have you ever, well, have you ever done that type of thing? Like DoorDash and stuff? 
Yeah. Um, I haven't, but I rode around with she who shall not be named. Ah. Um, when she did. Yeah. So like I know how it worked. Um, I don't know how. I don't. I've I've never done that, but I did do uh that thing for Amazon for a little bit. I only did it like a few times. Um, I think I only did like three times, three or four times. Uh, but I will say, pay attention to the way that they do the like payment thing. Mm. Um, a lot of the times they don't take taxes out, so you have to factor that in later. Yeah, I remember that from when I was driving for um, Uber back in 2017. Yeah. So yeah, watch watch out for that because I don't think I I think you have to ask them to take taxes out, or they won't ever take taxes out because you're a contractor, basically, and you have to just deal uh, do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I had to do that um, with my OnlyFans as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. OnlyFans. Well, I mean, I still have an OnlyFans. I just never update it, but you know. Like, wow, Sarah. I had like two subscribers. Yeah. And like, that was it. Because I'm really bad at marketing myself. Oh, oh no. Sorry, no. My, microphone was, my microphone is messed up and now it's playing music for some reason. Oh, well. I can't hear any music if that helps at all. No, that's fine. It just my 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 music just started playing from my computer for just whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think this is gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Well, that is exciting. Well, anything <laughs> else you want to talk about? Um, did you? I know you said you were going to look up some stuff for uh, Black History Month. Did you do that? Yes, I have an article um, on African-American inventors um, from National Geographic. And I have, now I hear something. Um, and there then, was something playing, that's weird. And then I also opened up an article um, from history.com that's just about Black History Month. Now, I will say that... The original article um, from history.com was published um, January 14th of 2010, but it does say that they recently updated it January 29th of 2024. But basically, um, the article just gives a breakdown of like the origins of Black history, which I know that we've gone over before. Well, I'm um, looking at one from the History Channel, and it's says October 27th, 2029, and it was updated January 24th, 2024. Let me send you the one that I am looking at. Okay. So, um, it has like photo galleries, um, from when it originally started off as, um, Black History Week. Um, I refuse to say that word. Um, then, um, Oh, okay. And then there's some pictures of smashing racial discrimination, full democracy, you join the NAACP, um, and a picture of Jack Johnson becoming the first African-American man to hold the heavyweight um, champion boxing title in 1908. Like, it's got some pretty great um, photos in it, not just of like, <clears throat> um, not just of like Jack Johnson in the beginnings of that, but also of like, Barbara Jordan, who represented Texas in the U.S. House of Representatives from 1972 to 1978. Um, she was the first African-American congresswoman from the Deep South. You know, there's pictures of um, Rosa Parks, which everybody knows who Rosa Parks is. Um, Fannie Lou Hamer, who was a part of the 1964 Democratic National Convention. She was the vice chairperson of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party. You know, things like that. Um, Robert Johnson, who is the first African-American billionaire. 
Robert Johnson's the first African-American billionaire? That's what it says. Robert Johnson became the first African-American billionaire when he sold the cable station he founded, Black Entertainment Television, in uh, 2001. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then the other article that I selected um, is from National Geographic, and it was talking about African-American inventors, because I always like to um, really push the fact that a lot of the advancements in technology that we have had over, um, especially the last century, um, have been brought to us by Black people, um, and they don't get enough support about it. Yeah. I mean, I do think that we covered a lot of these people. I'm just scrolling through the list. But um, in our original episode um, from last year, we mm -hmm. talked about a lot of these black inventors um, in one specific episode. Uh, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't talk about all of them. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's there's quite a few in, in the list um, <laughs> that we didn't talk about, which is the reason why I... Um, brought it up obviously you know i think we talked about sarah breedlove walker aka yeah. mcj walker um for example she in invented the hot comb um and she was also from indiana so there's that she had an indiana um a factory in indianapolis and she, she was, was i was gonna say she was also the first african-american woman millionaire yeah yep 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 um so one of the people I was interested in reading about on here was um, Andrew J. Beard, um, who was born into enslavement in Alabama uh, and gained his freedom from his enslavers when he was 15. He invented his own flour mill, a rotary steam engine, and then two kinds of plows before he went to go work for the railroad. So like, imagine for just a moment, if he hadn't gone to go work on the railroad, how much else he probably could have invented it. Um, along those veins. But um, working for the railroad companies, he created his most famous invention, which was the Jenny Coupler. And the Jenny Coupler automatically locked train cars together when they bumped into each other. So this made connecting long trains for travel and trade much easier. So before, workers had to insert a metal pin to link the cars as they came together. And it was very dangerous because you could be brutally maimed. <laughs> um. Another one that I was interested in was Solomon Brown, who worked with Samuel Morse on the telegraph machine. Um, Samuel Morse famously created the Morse code. Um, but Solomon Brown's assistance was in installing the wires and making sure that the telegraph worked properly. <clears throat> he was also hired by the Smithsonian Institution um, and they used um, his drawings um, when he gave talks on entomology, geology, philosophy, and religion, which I think is super cool. Very cool. Those those were the two people that I was most interested in talking about, but there are a lot of really cool people on this list, um, such as um, Jan Ernst Matzleger, who invented a machine to connect the upper part of the shoe with its sole. The process is called lasting, and a lasting machine back in the day could make 150 to 700 pairs of shoes in one day wow. compared to 50 pairs a day by hand so very cool well i just sent you a link to something that i think you will really enjoy that is um an article from the national endowment for hum the humanities and it is a list of book history black history month books yes so they're um some of them are funded projects from the National 
uh, endowment for the humanities. Um, and then some of them are some of just some books that are like good to read for Black History Month as well. Um, I did. Sorry, I'm going to my Facebook because there was I I usually always post um, things during Black History Month because Black History Month is is one of my favorite months. And I feel that it is very important that we know how influential black history is to our lives and how we function as a society. So one of the things that I had posted as soon as I can scroll down here um, was one of my favorite um, poems by Maya Angelou. Oh my God, it feels like I just posted it yesterday, but apparently it was not yesterday. <laughs> I don't even really post that much anymore, and I don't understand why I have so many posts. Ugh. Well, apparently I didn't post it, so never mind. <laughs> well, on this list, there are books um, like the, uh, it's called Black Ball by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Spencer Haywood, and the generation that saved, sorry, Black Ball. Um, the title is Black Ball Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Spencer Haywood and the Generation That Saved the Soul of the NBA. Um, and it is by Teresa uh, Runstedler, I think is how you say the last name. And she tells the story of how a generation of black pro basketball players, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Spencer Haywood, uh, helped shape the NBA. Um, there's also books like The Sisterhood, How a Network of Black Women Creators Changed American Culture. And it talks about Toni Morrison, Alice Walker, um, Netasaki Sanjay, I think is how you say it. Is that right, Sarah? Netasaki Sanjay? Hold on, I had scrolled past where you were. I'm sorry, I was looking ahead, my bad. I think that's how you say it. I, I've heard that name before and I believe that's how it's said. Um, it sounds correct. That's how I would pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, oh, yes. But, but uh, those three and then several other Black women writers met in um, Noon Jordan's Brooklyn apartment to eat gumbo, drink champagne, and talk about their work. And they called themselves the Sisterhood. And it's just where the group uh, came to include also um, Andre Lord, Paul Marshall. Audra. Um, Audra? Sorry, mm. thank you. It was probably Paula then too. Paula Marshall, Margot Je Jefferson, and then a few others. And they would get together once a month over the next two years to create a vital space for Black women to discuss literature and liberation. Love that. I mean, there's a lot of really great, like, it looks like really good books. I, again, I never, I, I don't read very many books. So it's hard for me to give an opinion on books because I don't read them. Um, but I understand the need and the, the appeal that they have to some people. And I figured it would be a good list that you could take a look at and maybe read and potentially recommend. Or, I don't know, crazy idea do a review about it on, I don't know, some little tiny website called Now About That Productions. Wow. I could do that, couldn't it's I? A thing. This is a thing that we have. I it mean, we don't. We have. Which brings me into our next thing where I'm going to plug our, um, where you can contact us if you would like to include what you would, something you would like us to discuss on the podcast or a specific topic. Uh, so you can email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. You can visit our website that I just mentioned, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. And then you can also leave us a voicemail or send us a text message to 765-557-4170. Any of those means of contacting us is a good way 
way to let us know you're listening. Let us know that you want something. You want us to talk about a specific thing and just tell us that you like us because we like to be validated, validated (laughs) and liked. Yeah. (laughs) Please give us validation. (laughs) I'm just wow. History is great. Like, I mean, it's not great, but it's great. Does that make sense? It's very interesting to me um, how far we've come as a species, but then also how we just really haven't changed that much as a species either. Yeah, Um, I think it's interesting to see how there are some subcultures that are like pushing for the advancement. And basically it's kind of I wish it was more like it's either you get with everyone else and move on and move it into a better, more appealing place to live, or you get left behind in this old thinking of, well, everyone should live like I do and everyone should do what I say or do live by the way that I live. And if you don't, then it's impeding on my rights. It's like, no, no, no. I I wish it was more like that. I don't think it is quite yet. Um, I do feel like just based on some things that are changing, it is changing a little bit because especially with the newer generation, when you look at the newer generation, like Gen Y, no, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, and then like the alphabet gen that's coming up, the new, the baby, baby generation, (laughs) the new one. Gen Um, Alpha. Gen Alpha. Yeah. So if you look at the, especially Gen Z specifically, Um, And you look at some of like the demographics around them, they're less likely to subscribe to a specific religion. They're less likely to say, um, as a male, I'll only date females. So subscribe to the heterosexual lifestyle. They're more they're more open. Um, I will say there are some things that I think they don't do as well. Like um, they are a little bit. And this is just based on some stuff that I've seen online and heard. They are a little more prudish when it comes to uh, sexual relations, but it could also be because they're so hyper aware of it and have so much exposure to it that they're like, okay, I'm bored with it now and I don't really care too much. And I don't want to, I don't, I don't need to hear about it or talk about it as much. One thing that I've noticed um, working in an area like in where I am, where I interact with people who are a lot younger than I am, is that some of them are very prone to um, falling for conspiracy theories. Yeah. As well, because a gener you'd think that a generation that has basically been raised with the internet um, and access to the internet, like Gen Z has, um, and Gen Alpha for sure, um, that they would have a better understanding of um, internet literacy, but that is not the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might also, it might be because of the oversaturation of information from the internet. So they can't really discern which is real versus which is not. So it's, it's, like- it's harder with the amount of information they have access to, to figure out and say, oh, okay, I can see where this is wrong and this is yeah. not. But it's it also, as I say, it also could could potentially be based on like their openness to the idea that something else could be happening. Right. Which like, don't get me wrong, that's not always a bad thing. There are definitely some conspiracy theories that I subscribe to. Yeah. Um, we had two very different things that we just did with our cameras. <laughs> you pushed yours down and I pushed mine up. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> At like the same time. Um, I just, I think that I lost my train of thought. That's what I think. Sorry. 
Um, well, you were saying something about, um, I don't really actually know. No. these days. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, I just, this train flew off the tracks. Just yeah. Shoop. I mean, uh, you would think that they would, they would have a better understanding or a better way to say, oh, okay, I go bullshit, but. There right. are some, you were saying something about there are some conspiracy theories that you could see understanding and kind of looking at, looking more into, but then there yeah. are some that are so outlandish that it's like, that I'm like, just over here, like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like the whole conspiracy theory about RFK Jr. Is that what it was? RFK. FK oh. Jr. No, I don't know. You um, mean- like JFK? Because... JFK Jr., yeah. No, the thing, I don't remember what his name was, but like the uh, JFK, the Kennedy, like the Kennedy, the junior first? Kennedy. Oh, no. Oh, you're he... talking about the the one who um, was in his airplane and it like crashed or something? Was... Basically, like the big thing was, oh, he's still alive um, and he's going to come back and be like, Donald Trump's running mate as vice president or something. Do you remember when that was a thing? Vaguely, yes. Like it's things things are wild out here. Um, but I don't know. I like the only reason that I brought that up is because I know that like some of my Sarah froze again. <sighs> You're there's I, there's something wrong. And she's gone. So we will pause. And we're back after Sarah's long hiatus of about a good five minutes, I want to say. She... Yeah, no, my whole internet just <laughs> wrapped out and like nothing was working. I had to shut everything down, bring everything back up. That was exciting. Anyway, it, it happened while we were talking about conspiracy theories. So maybe the government's trying to shut me down. Maybe. It was right after I talked about... Uh, JFK. John Kennedy Jr. Yeah. And yep. they were just like, nope, cut him down, yep. shut him off. Although shut it was your off. it was your internet, not mine. So I guess they got the wrong. They were closer yeah. to Texas than they were to to Rhode Island. And they Which said, we'll cut her down. Sense if you think about it. We'll silence the woman. We'll silence the woman in this situation. <laughs> we're in Texas. This makes the most sense. Anyway. We'll silence the non-binary person. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> the um, fem- the female presenting non-binary person will silence that one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. We're not going to let that one talk. Uh, but anywho, anywho, I think personally, um, I would love to have um, an episode where we talked about like our favorite conspiracy theories. Well, you know, we do have a podcast that we host every week. So we do. Then you have full creative reign to do whatever you would like with this podcast. And <laughs> Is that I, could, so? I could potentially at one point just be a, someone that's just listening and providing input. I don't know. Honestly, I don't I don't really subscribe to too many um, too many conspiracy theories and I don't look too much into them. Uh, but I have watched some like Shane Dawson's podcast, which is mainly about conspiracy theories and stuff, but yeah, nothing crazy. I, I mostly, um, a lot of conspiracy theories that I am interested in are usually related to true crime um, or the existence of fantastical creatures, you know, things like that. Okay. Um, so you I subscribe guess. to the same thing as the people that decided that the animal of is it Ireland, Scotland, 
Scotland. It's going to be unicorn. A unicorn. <laughs> you know, when I was a little kid, um, I very much subscribed to the idea that unicorns at one point actually existed. Um, specifically because growing up, I learned that in the Bible they're mentioned. And so like, as a kid, I was like, everything in the Bible is true. So there must have been unicorns in existence at some point. And then and then I learned that King James, um, who actually did not know anything about anything, was the one who like did that. He he added in a lot of stuff that was not in the original. <laughs> oh. Um, but anywho, I don't know. I like I like the idea of some conspiracy theories. Like I find it hilarious that so many people believe that the earth is flat um i i don't know i don't subscribe to that theory but i think it's hilarious i don't understand i don't know i don't know that i can be so like so behind something that even if people show me that it's not real Mm -hmm. that like there's ways to prove that what i'm saying and what i'm claiming isn't real that i would still say no it's true it's real like the like psychopaths for and i hate bringing him up but donald trump like yeah. his 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 whole fan base it's like how are you there's so many things that have been proven and like he's done exactly what you're saying he should people shouldn't do but you're saying it's fine for him to do it why is that why that's what i don't understand when it's a fanatic that's the word i was looking for someone that's become so fanatical fanatical about it that like there's nothing that can sit nothing that you can do or that you can show them that will change their mind. And at that point, it's like, cut your losses and stop talking to that person. Yeah. I like theories that have kind of ambiguous evidence um, suggesting the reality or non-reality of whatever it is. I, if I subscribe to a particular um, conspiracy theory, usually it's because there's more evidence proving the conspiracy theory than there is what everybody else is saying. Disproving it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, mm, let's take another look at that evidence kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously there's going to be lots of things in this world that we're never going to truly understand. Um, in the back of my head, I just need you to know that I heard um, the Zach Bagans um ghost adventures understand in the back of my head um for those i don't who, even who i don't even know watched, what you're talking about if any of you have ever watched ghost adventures you'll know exactly what i'm referring to but anyway um but i like, have a i have a co-host opening if anyone like mine has gone insane so yours was insane to begin <laughs> with you knew that when you asked me to do this she's on the brink of necessary institutional inst- Oh my gosh. Institutionalization. Institutionalization, yeah. (laughs) She went crazy, bought a car, and now she's going to be institutionalized. (laughs) You know, that reminds me of when I left Donnie. Because when I left Donnie, I got my ears pierced for the first time. I got my first tattoo. I got a new car. I moved out. Like, I did all these things, like, right after I left him. And now I'm, you know. But I haven't left anybody this time. (laughs) <laughs> she left the person she used to be. I left the person I used to be. Wow. And you know what? That's really the growth that I wanted to see. So here we are. Wow, this episode really went off the rails. And I. And, and now she's looking for growth of another kind, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> looking for some tail of my new whip, as you said. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I said that earlier. And I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite things you've ever said to me, though. I laughed 
so hard. It did. So I, I messaged Sarah and I was like, so are we going to record tonight or are you busy chasing tail in your new whip? Because I had never, I, I knew that whip stood for vehicle, but I had never actually like put two and two together or like put it in my mind until one of the managers or yeah, the manager at my work was like, oh, are you enjoying your new whip? I was like, what does that even mean? And he was like, it's like the kids say it for a car. And I guess it's not even like that new. It's been around for a while. I just, I guess I've never really actually put two and two together. I don't know. And I'm not super happy with the people at my work right now. So it's been a rough, a really rough week. I I can understand that. I'm also not super happy with the people at my work right now. So I I get that. Work. My work week was a little bit better this week, but not by much. And I'm still going to have to train my new manager. So I get to do that tomorrow. (laughs) She's coming in at the same time I am. uh, And I'm going to show her how to like open the store and run the registers and all that jazz. So that's going to be exciting. Well... What time do you have to go to work tomorrow? Well, but I'll be I, going in my new car, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so then you can just leave, like, what, 20 minutes before you have to be there? Pretty much, yeah. Um, I am probably going to uh, edit this and then upload it and get it ready to go. But I'm also going to put my car, take my car over and put it on the charger. Because on Sunday, Ryan and I are going to Salem to go to the Satanic Temple. I love that. Um, I saw something on Instagram the other day that was talking about how they have like this um, event where you can go and like taste tea. But then I looked it up and it looks like they're they only host it certain days. And I I didn't realize it wasn't on Sunday. So we're going to take a trip up to Salem and walk around and see some stuff and still go to the Satanic Temple. But I'm going to grab lunch up there on Sunday and it'll be fun. That sounds great. And we're going to take my car. So I'm going to charge it to 100% and then drive it up there. And I sh- we should be able to drive up there and come back. And I still have 100, uh, still have some battery. Cool. So it should be good. That should be great. Sounds exciting. Um, This Sunday, Nick and I um, are going to a Valentine's Day haunted event. Oh, yeah. You talked about it last week. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, And then I'm going to um, a memorial service. Not service but like memorial like a celebration of life event um tomorrow yeah i think you said that last week too you had that coming up yeah but that's that's all i've got going this weekend i'm i tonight i'm gonna chill um my friend kira is gonna come over and we're gonna get super duper high and chill have you hung out with your friend amethyst did you gemini did you ask her if i could call her amethyst I think I did when you first brought it up and I don't remember what the answer was, but um, no, I think she has to work tonight. So she's, she's doing the ride share life right now. So she's driving for Lyft and Uber, but you know, if y'all need anybody to work on your website or buy somebody's mixtape, Go support Gemini's music and whatnot. You can find all her information in the links on one of our episode previous episodes. Um, I can find it and put it back in this one too. I think it was from it was around Christmas. It was around Christmas. So yeah, that's that's about it. And I might play some video games, but other than that, work, work, work all the time. Well, I thought I had it. I guess I don't have it on here. At least now I have a car. And that will make things easier for me because now 
I can actually like listen to my music as loud as I want on the way home. I can rant and rave and I don't have to worry about the Lyft driver being a creep. Oh yeah, speaking Well, of Lyft drivers being creeps, guess what happened to me? is this about you um, unwillingly saw your Lyft driver's penis Yes. picture of, right? Picture Yes. of? Okay. Pictures, pictures of. Ugh. Oh, speaking of, that reminds me because I have to type up a whole little thing about it to send to Lyft. I don't know. I wondered. So did they, like, did you send it and did they send you, say anything to you back or... So, um, what had happened was that Nick had actually ordered the ride for me. So I had to tell Nick what happened. Um, and then he, he was the one who reported it at the time. And then, um, he messaged me earlier and he's just like, Hey, when you have a second, you just have to write down everything you remember and send it to me so I can send it to Lyft. I'm like, cool. I'm like, Gross. ugh. So just like anybody who's out there who listens um, to the podcast, like there is a thing on Lyft that um, where you can request primarily female and or non-binary drivers. I didn't know that. There is. <clears throat> However, um, it doesn't always work. Yeah. And, um, by it doesn't always work, I mean that in my area, there's pretty much only male drivers especially later in the day so just as a heads up yes they do have that but that you could if you're in an area that doesn't have a lot of female drivers or a lot of non-binary gender queer drivers you're not gonna get them and it sucks that sucks but well anyway, so that's it um i don't have anything else do you have anything else or are you ready to call it a podcast i'm ready to call it a podcast All right, because I need to eat. And Ryan just messaged me. He was like, how is the uh, roast? Because he made roast for dinner, which I was excited because I forgot about it. And then I w went into the kitchen earlier and I was like, oh, I don't have to make anything tonight because he put roast in the pot. Um, the what is it called? Crock pot. Crock pot. And I don't have to worry about making anything. There you go. Um, so I'm going to go have pot roast Love for dinner. that. I'm gonna, I don't know. I have my own car. I could go I could go and get something to eat if I wanted to. Yeah. You could even go and I don't know, get ingredients to do something yourself. <laughs> I know, which would be even better. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please give us a like, comment, and don't forget to follow or subscribe. And you can also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help us get out to more people and help the podcast grow. Make sure you feel free to leave uh, follow us on social media. Our Instagrams on everything is at now about that pod. So if you don't find us, we're not there. Uh, if there's anything you would like us to talk about specifically on the podcast, you could also email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com or leave us a voicemail or send us a text and at 765-557-4170. Thanks again for listening. And we hope you have a great week and enjoy your weekend, Sarah. You too. Have fun in Salem. Take all the pictures. Absolutely. And you enjoy your new whip and mm -hmm. chasing that tail. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.